Hello and welcome to Astrology Today, your regular look at the planetary movements and how astrology can affect and hopefully improve your life. Hi there, I'm Norma Lachance. I'm your host. I'm a life coach, a mathematician, and an inspired astrologer. And you've joined me for the full moon in Leo edition of the podcast for Wednesday, February 16th, 2022. Welcome to the podcast and happy full moon in Leo. Yes, can you feel the drama? Not only is it a full moon, uh, it's in Leo. So we're going to talk all about that. I've got a couple of great example charts to talk about. So uh, make sure you stay right to the end as we look at uh, example charts. Everybody just loves that. I wanted to remind you that, of course, the newsletter came out today as well. I put it out on full moons and new moons, and I made a little bit of a little bit of an error, or maybe an omission rather, of uh, Mercury has actually moved into Aquarius. So what I did was I dealt with it in the newsletter. So if you want to know if you've got a really strong Mercury in your chart, you may want to check out the newsletter and kind of see how Mercury and Aquarius may play out. Also, I just want to remind you that I'll be back on Friday. This is an extra one this uh, today. Of course, it's a full moon, got to talk about it. And I'll be back on Friday to look at the weekend and see what kind of themes and any if there's any interesting aspect patterns to talk about, as well as looking at the sun moving into Pisces. Yes, the launch of Pisces season. And I'll be doing some famous Pisceans, I guess that's what we would call them. And so if you have a suggestion for a famous Piscean that I can look at on Friday, certainly send that to my email and I will consider it. Yes, my email. Uh, Email, of course, is astrologydiva, that's D-V-A, at gmail.com. Okay, let's get to the full moon. Well, for any of you that are regular listeners to my podcast, you know I like to nerd out, first of all, and get all the details out of the way. So what is a full moon? Well, the full moon is is halfway through the full lunar cycle. The lunar cycle starts at the new moon when the moon and sun are in conjunction. So a full moon is when the sun and the moon are opposite each other. So in opposition, so 180 degrees uh, apart from each other. And that happens exactly uh, this morning, actually, 8.57 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and of course adjust for your your time zone and it's occurring at 27 degrees 59 minutes of Leo for the moon and then opposite that 27 degrees 59 minutes of Aquarius for the sun so here is this classic opposition I know I talk a lot about aspects hopefully you're you're starting to get familiar with them and what they mean and how they can affect us um so an opposition is really, I think, of a teeter-totter. And so it's this swinging between the two archetypal or symbolic representations of each planet. So on one side of the teeter-totter, we have the moon, which is represents our emotions, our instincts, where we find comfort. <clears throat> so it's all around <clears throat> basically our needs, excuse me. And then on the other side of the teeter-totter is the sun, which is what we're striving towards in life. It's you know, our goals, and it's the things that we want. And so like I say, it's this classic swinging between our needs on one end, and our wants on the other. Now, you know, full moon energy is, um, you know, challenging, I won't lie, when I was a, a classroom teacher, I used to dread the full moon, I was thinking about my students, and they all seemed a little wackadoodle, you know, when the full moon would come, it's a lot of strong energy, right? 
keep in mind that the moon doesn't have its own light source. And so the reason that we can see that big, beautiful full moon out there is because the sun is shining on it. And so it's almost as if the sun is illuminating perhaps things that are going on with the moon. And so things tend to come to light, perhaps emotionally, uh, you know, through our feelings that we wouldn't necessarily see throughout the lunar cycle. All right, let's get a bit more specific. So moon and Leo on one end. So this is can really be around our personal needs. Leo is really about me, myself and I, you know, that creative, uh, proud Leo, the lion type of uh, drama that we may see coming forward. But it's really about the individual and this personal needs that you may be striving towards as opposed to on the other side is uh the sun in aquarius which is aquarius energy is about the collective and the group goals and the group uh identity you know the wants of the group and so we have this like i said classic you know i need as opposed to we want and these competing uh you know sometimes competing interests between these two planets now as a side note for this particular uh, new moon i noticed that the moon is void, of course. And so the general recommendation is to, you know, nothing brand new, uh, nothing, you know, uh, to launch the book, the press conference announcing your candidacy, whatever, you know, these big things getting married. Now, it's only for the next few hours by supper time, the moon will have moved on into Virgo. And so that would be a better time to start. Now we've talked about the planets, we've talked about the signs, the one thing we haven't talked about is the house placement. And you'll notice on my podcast, I don't talk about them specifically a lot, because that is very uh, chart dependent, also um, time zone dependent. And so uh, that's why I ask for uh, volunteers to look at specific charts. Okay, so let's have a look at house placements and what that could look like. All right, well, the last piece of the puzzle for this uh, full moon and really anything in astrology is house placement. And, you know, as I'm putting my podcast together, I always can hear my partner in the background going, how does this affect me? What about me? <laughs> always wanting to know how it's going to affect him specifically. And so what I do is I ask for volunteers to look at their charts so we can get down and really look at the specifics of the house placement. So my first example is, no surprise, my partner. And and for this particular full moon, he's got the moon in the eighth house uh, in Leo, of course, and then opposite the sun in uh, his second house in Aquarius. And so this is this is sort of interesting. So personal needs, you know, his needs based represented by moon and Leo. So his personal individual needs in based on the area of life involved with shared assets or shared values. You know, the eighth house is, yeah, it could be around shared property, you know, joint bank account you know, those types of assets, or it could be a set of values that you share with someone that could also be what's being affected by this moon. And so here he could be trying to get his needs met through uh, these shared assets or this shared uh, value base, as opposed to on the other side of the teeter-totter, the collective, the group goals could be around his, his individual uh, assets. So second house is all around money, assets, and again, his individual values. And so it's really this theme of, you know, the group uh, values and assets as opposed to individual assets. 
All right, well, our next uh, example chart comes from the listener Katie. Thank you so much for sending me uh, your information. I know you've uh, been an example before, so I already had your chart on, on hand. So here for Katie, moon in the fourth house as opposed to sun in the 10th house. And it's just kind of newly arrived in that house, so quite fresh, uh, which is really uh, quite energetic, we could think of it. So here, fourth house, getting your needs met around home and family and your roots. Fourth house is the bottom part of your chart. It creates the foundation for uh, your chart. And so getting your needs met and your comforts met uh, around a family, perhaps, or home or your home environment, as opposed to 10th house, which of course is the highest part of your chart. That's around your career, your vocation, your reputation. And so perhaps there's some collective goals or group goals around, you know, choices that you're making around your career career or your uh, your vocation or your reputation. Okay, and finally, our last chart is from Whitney and a new listener. And thank you very much for, for tuning in, Whitney. And she's sent along her birth information. And here we see that the moon is in her second house uh, as opposed to the sun in her eighth house. So kind of the opposite of my partner in a sense. So here, moon in your second house is around the, your personal finances and needs getting met. Um, you know, the finances and assets in your personal life as opposed to to the opposite, which would be the sun in the eighth house, meaning these collected shared assets and their collective goals. So there's a, a teeter-totter or sort of a, a for your competing for your interests in terms of what you want for personally for yourself in terms of your assets and your money, as opposed to these collective and shared goals around uh, any shared property or shared values. Thanks for joining me on the podcast today. I certainly hope you get something out of it. I realized there might have been a little bit of background ambient noise happening in today's recording, so I apologize for that. But let's face it, I'm putting this together in my office at my home, so you get what you get. Anyways, I, I certainly hope you get some value out of the podcast. If you have any questions about astrology or something specific uh, about your chart, certainly send that my way. My email, of course, astrology diva. That's D V A at gmail.com. Well, I hope you have a fantastic full moon and I look forward to speaking to you again very soon.